0: Barrio Costero brings fresh tacos, vibrant shared plates, colorful cocktails, and some of the finest agave spirits our coastal neighborhood has to offer to its loyal community. Their name is Spanish for Coastal Neighborhood and embodies their approach to seasonal cooking and genuine hospitality in the vibrant seaside community of Asbury Park. Come and join Barrio Costero at 610 Bangs Ave, Asbury Park, New Jersey, or find them on Instagram at Barrio Costaro AP.
1: And always remember to chase the rabbit. Welcome back, everybody, to at It with Matt, Will. I'm Matt. I'm Will. I just came up with that. I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> um, this episode is our Second annual. Second annual. That's right. Thank you. Uh, year-end wrap-up episode. We're going to talk about uh, what we liked in 2023, what we didn't like, some honorable mentions, uh, top five movies, TV, that sort of thing. And uh, I did do it. And, and I do did it. do
0: a top five... Um, not like most hated. Oh yes, yeah,
1: most hated for sure. But
0: it was like kind of just I not I didn't do two separate lists, it was
1: just an overall. Yeah, I've I've definitely got my most hated list also. So Will, you wanna go first?
0: Um yeah, what do you where do you want to start? Movies, T
1: V worst, where you wanna go? Um
0: let's go T V first. All right. Um so TV um number five for me. Um I put RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> so you know me reality, uh, most of my picks are reality TV because right. you know not have a problem I do <laughs> but Drag Race is interesting because everyone it's such a cultural thing because yeah. even like if you don't watch it everyone at least has heard of That's Drag Race is, yeah. um, and I just think it's interesting too like the Empire that RuPaul's built because you wouldn't know this, but I'm, I'm <laughs> cracking open the encyclopedia, Matt. Get ready. So it started with RuPaul's Drag Race season mm-hmm. one, very low budget, and then um, what's Bud Budspout's premiere on Friday, season sixteen. Wow, of, of the U.S. And then we've done eight All Star seasons in the U.S., which is all returning queens come back, right? But they only do like ten, you know, whatever ten queens, whatever. So um, eight All Star seasons that have been. Like, released, but I already know All Stars 9 is already filmed and waiting to be released. Oh, shit. It's going to be released after season 16. That's just the U.S. Yeah. Now we have five seasons of U.K., three seasons of Down Under, which is filmed in Australia. Yep. Holland, Belgium, uh, Germany just completed a season, Italy, Mexico, Brazil. It's in, and I know there's I'm missing one, There's more. not one in Russia? No, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, one nothing of, w- I But ran. one of the one of the uh, more famous queens um, is Russian. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like that was like her stick. Yeah, um,
1: that's like anything else. It's the people, not the government. Exactly. You know, yeah. But that's what
0: I'm saying. It's this huge empire, and so even if like you don't watch the U.S. season, there's probably a a version. Like I said, like Germany, right. like has their own, and it's in their own language too, which is cool.
1: So I've actually, oddly enough seen a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race okay. recently in the peripherals because Melissa's been watching it for like oh, the okay. last few weeks um so it's just been on a lot in the background so I've, as I've been working and doing like I've seen yeah. a bunch of it it's and wacky. I have a question it's yeah. wacky for sure I, I actually I actually really enjoy it it's like one of the better um, you know like for for me i i put that different than a lot of reality tv because it's like there's a competition there's a skill yeah. Well there's the thing is i involved.
0: i have to say i think probably RuPaul's Drag Race is one cuz like i RuPaul's Drag Race for me falls into the creative exactly. side of things like Top Chef right that's our creative thing right so but RuPaul's Drag Race i think doesn't get the credit that the contestants really get because they have to you got to know how to do makeup right. but then it's like depending on what the challenges your makeup changes the all the looks that you have to yeah. bring, then you're doing improv acting, which is hard for just a regular person. Let alone you're in a character or doing drag. Um, they do celebrity impersonations. They do a uh, music a video where you're learning choreography. Like they really do everything it's yeah. insane
1: i know they always put yeah it's, it's all under the banner of reality tv but, but yeah for me shows like that where you're you're competing in some way you're exhibiting some form of talent right right that i put in a totally different category and yeah they they you know they jazz up the drama or oh, yeah. whatnot. but it's different but than it's, like a survivor where you're just yeah. doing a game and that's it and it's and it's also it's different than like you know like the real Housewives oh, where yeah. you're just watching these which is just people. cameras following people around. yeah like these vapid people that are just pumped full of plastic like contributing literally nothing to society and like exactly. whining about their small business that their husband bought them it's just like uh yeah. makes me want to vomit so i actually really like RuPaul's Drag, but i have a legitimate question about it yes yeah. um because again like i said i've been watching a lot of it what is with the lip syncing because i realize i've seen a few drag shows and they always do like the lip syncing right is that just like part of? guys
0: i think that's just part of it's really just part of drag culture yeah.
1: because um you know i mean if we're gonna go like
0: where it goes so with drag you're on to performance right well a lot of drag performers who might be able to sing or whatever obviously can get studio time, you know, especially if it was discriminated against. Right. So then it was also a way of like honoring, you know, the divas over time, you know, the Whitney Houstons or what yep. have you. Um so lip sync performance is like a paramount drag performance and then RuPaul's Drag Race obviously made it like lip-sync for your life where you have two people doing the same song and how are you going to perform it against somebody and do you play off each other even though you're against each other because some of the best lip-syncs are even though they're obviously battling one's going to go home, Yeah, they can play off each other and the performance is better and sometimes... Not all the time, but if the performance from both people is
1: that good, she will save both of them. I actually saw that on one of the episodes. She saved both of them. I saw that when Melissa was watching that one the other day. I saw that. Yes.
0: Um. And But then there's also the opposite side where, um. and it was Toxic by Britney Spears, which is a gay icon song. And the two girls up there sit there and like, like me and you could have done a better job, right? <laughs> and so she's like... Ladies, I have to admit, I'm very disappointed. And she goes, and because of that, both of you are going home. Neither Savage. one of you have showed me the energy and the passion that you need to win this competition, so you can both leave. Savage. I and absolutely I think it's happened that. only once or twice. Yeah, but she. But I'm saying the fact that you know that
1: it's there is like, right. You got to get your shit right. All right. So for me, uh, first. Uh, so we're going bottom up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah five. Um, Andor. Uh, oh, okay. Which, lots of good things. Which, did you watch it? You're you, you yeah. not as big in the Star Wars, right? No, yeah, I am. I heard um, it was
0: good, though. But I think it's... Is it, was it good because it wasn't so much Jedi-Sith? It was very much like the peon people kind of in a way? It's one,
1: That's one of the reasons, yes. But it is just a legitimately like beautifully shot, oh, is well-acted... It's great, right? Um, a beautifully shot, well-acted show. But yeah, so a lot of the the freshness, I think of it comes from the fact that it's the only time we've had, I mean, the, the first se- the first little bit of a uh, um, uh, Mandalorian was like that, but this has been probably the most um, unique in terms of its setting thing that Star Wars has really ever done because yeah, there's like the, it's, it's the empire and like the beginning of the rebellion, that's it. But there's no, aside from Andor, who you saw in rogue one, You don't see any other characters that you've ever seen before, and they barely. Now, Andor is
0: a place or a person. Person.
1: Oh, okay. Um, and they they barely reference like Vader, Palpatine, right? Order sixty six, like, yeah. Because I
0: feel like that's like again me being a very casual Star Wars fan. I feel like whenever you look at something Star Wars, it's always based around Order sixty six, them killing off the Jedi yeah. or one of the Siths. And it's like there's seventy five million fucking Star Wars books. Like there, right. there's way more lore than just. Order 66, you know, like even like, what is it? The animated show, the clone wars. And like, Oh, they did seven seasons of that show. And they're like, Oh, it's all just between the first and second movie. Exactly. I'm like, we're in the first and second movie only like a month or two apart. And they're like, yeah, that's why you gotta (laughs) watch. That's why
1: you gotta go with rebels as my other favorite star Wars property, because it, it is very much tied to a lot of the Jedi lore. Yeah. Um, and Vader makes his, you know, generic appearance, but it really is, um, uh like a completely unique story about this group of totally new people that we're learning about and that's amazing. Um so nice. Andor is my number five. Uh Will? So my number four
0: on T V is Claim to Fame, which probably no one's ever heard of. Um, and other, I sure haven't. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. So it's a reality show. So what the the show is about? It's on ABC. It's hosted by two of the Jonas Brothers, and the um, how do I explain it? Like the premise of the show is you have twelve people living in a house, and they are all related to somebody like big famous when I say big famous we're not talking about like that one guy that was an extra on family matters in the 90s like a legitimate actor that people actually know and what the thing is they come in and then the whole premise of the show is to keep your celebrity a relative a secret oh. and so it's kind of like a, a game of like trying to figure out who people are who do they look like because how it works is the the you know the format of the show is they do a challenge okay? whoever is the best at the challenge is safe can't go home whoever does the there's the two people who are the worst at the challenge are in the bottom two the rest of the cast has to vote one of them to be the guesser so if i'm the guesser i now have to pick anyone in the cast except the challenge winner to come up they say i'm will you're the guesser who are you gonna guess i said i'm gonna guess matt matt you stand up and then go okay will who is Matt's celebrity relative? And if I go, John Bon Jovi, they're gonna say, let's go look at the screen. It counts down from 10. If John Bon Jovi shows up, which means that's your celebrity relative, you go home.
1: Oh shit. But if
0: I go, John Bon Jovi, and all of a sudden the screen turns black, that means I was wrong, which means I go home. That's cool. So it's all about like, your play- it's like very like a social game. Um, but then in the challenges, there's little clues to which celebrity is which. Yeah, um, they can change their names; they don't have to go by their given name. Um, I like that. It's so it's really interesting. So, like one of my favorite moments, season one. Adria Biles, who's Simone Biles' sister, you know, big gymnast. Oh, the, yeah, the Olympic gymnast. Her yeah. sister played. However, her sister looks exactly like her. Oh, But God. she knew going in, she goes, I know me and Simone look like twins. So I'm going to use that. She used it to her thing and she goes, Listen, you probably know my celebrity relative. However, you don't need, like, you know who I am. Why take me out now? If I'm a guaranteed thing why don't I work with you knowing that you can take me out at any time because you know who I am. Smart. And she got all the way to like the final five doing that. You know what I mean? Um, And so like the first season, Kiki Palmer's sister won. Okay. And then the second season, um, Nick Cannon's brother won. Nick Cannon. Jesus. and, and no one knew who he was. Yeah. Because like, he hit it so well because he looked like a little bit like Marshawn Lynch. So he was like, oh, my my celebrity relative is a football player. And then, like, oh, that makes sense. He looks like that. Not yeah. even close.
1: Oh, God, that's great. Yeah.
0: So it's just, it's a really cool, like, social game and kind of interesting. And, like, the uh, last note would be for season two first person that got eliminated was Tom Hanks' niece. <laughs> and she was a nightmare when she got eliminated because, because like people go on it for exposure. You know, these people are like, I looked at the casting application. Like you can't have any, like, Credits to you. Like, you can't really be a celebrity. That's right. the whole point of the show, is like celebrities of regular people, right? And so she's like packing herself. She goes, This is bullshit. I got no airtime. I deserve more. Like, and of course, that's like the hidden camera in the closet catches all of that, made it look so bad. Tom Hanks had to like issue a statement. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Well, because they're like, you know, this person's connected to you, and yeah. Then, like, you know, people reached out. It was like, how do you feel about the comments that your niece made, basically, basically being an self entitled twat? And now yeah. she's connected to you. And he's like, you know, reality TV. I'm sure is you know, you know, I mean, right. he has a very really good PR. But he's just like, you know, reality TV is stressful. And you know, she's lovely. And that was it.
1: God, that's wild. Yeah. Um, my number four is Invincible. Mm, good choice which uh i don't did you watch this or no i can't remember if you, i watched the first The season. first season yeah
0: i know the second season like just came out yeah
1: and so it's like and the only reason i put it uh you know some of my my friends might think that's a little low um but they only released the first half of the season in 2023 the second half doesn't air in oh, February right. okay but the way the first half of the season like ended was just nuts because you get um well, i don't want to spoil it for no, you. you, I, I, mean, you, you can, yeah. I don't care so the, the the whole thing, right, is that, you know at the end, uh, Omni Man flies away, right, at the end of the first season, and um, you know uh, Mark is kind of moving on with his life, and but he still has a lot of like anger, obviously, towards Omni Man, and like he's worried about you know what's going to happen if um, the the Viltrum, the Viltrumites ever come back, to right? they like whatever, and you get this. Um, the story eventually kind of climaxes with this like alien coming to. Earth, and he's like, Mark, we need your help. Come to this alien planet to like help save us from like natural disasters or some shit that's going on, right? (laughs) And of course, he's like a hero, so he gets there and he goes. And when he gets to the planet, he finds Omni Man, and Omni Man has been like settled on this planet, and he like actually saved the planet and and he has like
0: a gives Omni-Man another layer
1: because he was kind of like this weird
0: vigilante more villain kind of character
1: so then then you have this whole thing where like you know he's trying to explain to Mark that he's turned over a new leaf you know and like he wants Mark to like you know forgive him and like whatever Mark doesn't buy it and then the Viltrumites are hunting you find out the Viltrumites are hunting Omni-Man of course because he's essentially abandoned his post on Earth right you can never do that as a Viltrumite. So you get this really awesome fight where you finally get to see Mark like kind of cut loose a little bit, which is really nice. Um, and then because he's
0: very much like like oh I don't know I'm afraid right. and it's like no just go fuck people up yeah. like Omni Man
1: and it's like a cool moment to see Omni Man and, uh, and 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 uh, Invincible fighting side by side like actually together as opposed to, like when you saw it in the first season. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really excited for the second half of the season. Um, I just like it's just a really it's a really well done show because it's like it has a very kind of like basic, cheeky style of animation. Right, I was gonna
0: say it's very old school, right? Because I yeah. feel like the, like a lot of like you see it, um, like on Netflix, right? You look at like the new Netflix anime or any of the Netflix anime. Right. It's very like almost like three D. It's like it's just a kind of like a, no, I would say odd. It's just different, right? Yeah. Um, but like you look at the um, Invincible, you know, animation. It kind of reminds me of like you know the good Teen Titans, you know. From when it was back on Cartoon Network. Like, exactly. Like, it's just like very simple animation. It's good. But I also like that because, like, my worry going into season two, and I'm like, kind of, it's kind of like the Superman debate. Like, okay, they fucking have every fucking power in the world. Like, how do you make it interesting? Right. But, Based on what you just said, it makes me happy yeah, for season it's, it's two. It's
1: very good for sure. Um, so I'm really excited to see how they go, where they go with season or with the rest of the season. Nice. Um, what's next on your list? All right. So number three for me. Oh,
0: we have a scripted show, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, oh, oh, uh, Gen V.
1: Uh, we we had talked about it, but yeah, yeah Gen, v. Gen V is also my number three actually. Oh really? Yes. Oh shit. Yes. Okay.
0: Cool. Um, yeah. I just. I really liked where it went. It it fit really well in the boys universe, but also I felt like made it separate enough where it just didn't feel like, it felt like a different show, right? Because the boys was like, none of the characters are really redeemable. Like, yeah, right. you like Billy. they all shitheads. Right, but like, you, yeah, yeah, Billy is like the quote unquote hero, but he's like yeah. not that great. And then you have like Homelander and The Deep, and it's like, they're not nice either. Right. But like Gen V, it's like, oh no, I actually genuinely like, these characters because they're like going through things and they're actually like likable, which I feel like separates it from the boys a little bit and kind of grounds it, which is what I like.
1: Yeah. It it feels like you're watching a show about actual heroes, Um, but it still does the same thing that the boys does really well, which is like, keep you guessing. Cause like, I'll be honest, I did not see like once they freed Sam from the woods, you know, I did
0: not think Sam was ever going to leave the woods. I thought he was just like, I thought he was going to be like a side character for two episodes and not be as
1: big of a spot. see, I expected him to leave the woods, but I didn't expect him to be an asshole. I thought he was going to be end it's up not, being I mean, good. He's paranoid parentage well, exactly. I, I thought he was going to like because <laughs> they, they kept on hinting at the fact that he was like you know in love, right? And he was going to go more with her, yeah. And then like, and like you know with his brother talking to him, right? And then he's just like go fuck yourself, right? Like so, like that I didn't see coming. Like I, so I really everything about it was great, and the way that it ended, like you said, I think it's just great that it 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 does what Star Wars sometimes fail or very often fails to do by kind of making it its own thing. Right. Yeah. Like it wasn't, there wasn't a constant mention of Homeland or there wasn't a constant mention of, you know, really any of the events um, that had happened in the right. previous like three seasons. Right. Yeah. Cause remember like in, in this, you know, in this season, right. Like the whole soldier boy thing had like just happened, you know, like, right. so, um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was, like, really well done, and I like the fact that it allegedly is really going to, do like, lead right into the next season of The Boys. So, I'm just, I'm yeah, it was, it was incredibly well done. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, go, go back and listen to our, well, well, like, two episodes ago, I think. Yeah. We did a whole episode on Gen V, so go back and listen to that for, for more commentary. Um, what's your number two? Um, so, my number two, oh my
0: God, a reality show. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I know Melissa watched it. I don't know if she watched it with you. Um, my number two is The Traders.
1: Nope. Never heard of it. Okay.
0: So it's, um, it was on Peacock. They've done one season. However, it was um, a, a concept that started in the Netherlands, like most things. And then it blew up. So we have a U.S. version season two comes out in two weeks. Um, UK has one season. The second season, I think starts this week. And then, um, Australia has done two seasons. Wow, uh, released um, because it's very simple. It's right. very easy to produce and um, and cheap. So it's um it's pretty much a like a watered down mafia game. So hmm. it's twenty people, and then they put on blindfolds in the beginning of the game. Sit around a thing. The host walks around the table multiple times. If you get tapped on the shoulder, you're a traitor. It's usually between three three to four people. Yeah. So then they do missions that they can earn money for the pot. And then at night, the three traders meet and they go, okay, who are we going to eliminate? They get to eliminate someone. They're out of the game. So then the next uh-huh. morning, everyone shows up at breakfast. They go, oh no, Susie got killed by the yeah. traders. So sad. They do another mission, earn some money for the pot. And then that night, is they all sit around a table and they have to have an open discussion of who they think a traitor is. And they they all have to vote. So they go, boom, everyone reveal your votes now. And they go, all right, it looks like Michelle, you've got the majority of the votes. They, yeah, The majority of the, the cast here thinks you're a traitor. Come up here. And they go, Michelle, please reveal if you are a faithful, which is a regular person, or a traitor. And then she goes, I'm a faithful. And they go, oh, the traitors have outsmarted you. Because how it works is like, at the end game right so you can win up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. and they go when it's the end game usually when it's down to four people the final four get to choose if they want to end the game if all four people choose to end the game if there's one trader amongst you they take all the cash oh shit but if the four of you were all faithful and there's no trader you guys would split it and so it's uh it's a it's a social game it's very you know because you're eliminating people and then you're like oh wait like you got to be careful of every syllable you say right and uh it was phenomenal because the first season they did half reality people half regular people and it got to the final three and they all trusted each other and the one reality person who was on Survivor four times um, they trusted her and she was a traitor the entire time and they did no idea. Wow. So the three of them are like, we're a family, let's end the game and she's like, yeah, let's do that and then they go, okay he's like, you guys are chosen to end the game uh, this girl Andy, they were like Are you a faithful or traitor? She was like, I'm a faithful. Yeah, everyone claps. The other guy, uh, Jeffrey, whatever his name is, they're like, okay, what were you? Oh, Quentin was his name. He was like, I'm a faithful. And they're like, oh my God, yes. And so we're all about to split $250,000. The other two are like high-fiving. And they go, Saree, are you a faithful or traitor? She goes, in my heart, I'm a faithful. But in this game, I've been a traitor since day one. I'm so sorry, guys. And the other two are. Gagged because <laughs> they had no idea that she lied to them all the time, and she took all two fifty for herself and said, "See you wow. later."
1: Wow, so good. Who? I feel like you need to get a college degree to uh, come up with these these game shows. But it's like, really Mafia, right? Because yeah. like,
0: I mean, I'm, I've never actually played Mafia, but from what I, I've gathered, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, like that. It's yeah. like you know, the Mafia kills the money of the townsfolk, but then sometimes they have like different roles. Like, right. there's a detective and like a doctor or something, and like the more heavier. Mafia games, from what I've kind of read. Um, But yeah, that was my number two.
1: Awesome. My number two... Power Rangers, once and always. Really? Just the special? Dude, it was Wow. So all right. Stupid good. It was it was it was stupid. Like dude. from like the first, like literally 30 seconds where like I think they
0: all just kind of knew. I think well, that's also what helps because, for example, like, I mean, I don't know how the production in the 90s one but like, were they telling, you know, these actors, hey, listen, this is like kind of serious. And yeah. Play it seriously, even though it wasn't. Or, but I feel like with this one, they're like, all right, guys it's power rangers you know we're all 50 years old it's camp yeah. let's just we're gonna play it as let's just camp. have fun with it and like the line delivery can be cringy that's kind of part of the charm yeah um and that's what it is so when you go in though with that intention i think that's why i got such a pretty good reception because the the those of us who grew up with it are like we understand the camp aspect right, there's no way make it there's serious. no way you can make it cool right Dude, you it know was,
1: it was just like from the from like the very first scene where like they everybody else um uh, or everybody else teleports in with like the new stylized, you know, like colors, right? Yeah. And they all turn around and then they all start running and there's the ex- generic explosions in the background. We love the generic And they're playing explosion. the music, right? It's just like, you're like, yes, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. Speaking <laughs> of generic
0: explosions, it's so funny you said that. I literally was, I saw this on Instagram because um, I follow like some, it's called Takatsu, uh, the yeah. kind of superhero genre in Japan. There's a place in Japan that, you pay and it's like a day long experience where they will set off the explosions behind you and take pictures (laughs) and videos, but it's where they've actually filmed. Well, super, super sentai. It's like, it's like where it's, once you see it, you're like, Oh, I've seen this before, but like they'll set off, um, an explosion like the like the actual like red hot fireball one yep. or they do the the powder one where it's like a big spiking looking one. Oh my god um, and you it's like it's like 250 bucks for the day and like you get lunch you get like pictures they get you they'll they hire like a professional photographer you can dress up and they're like your own power ranger suit if you want or you can just you can bring as many people That's as you so want i was cool. like i was like oh this is funny that and is like, so fucking and cool. The, and the one, be- like, where I saw it, it was like this couple who was like travel influencers with their nerds. Yeah. And so like, um, one dressed up as like, um, remember when Pink Ranger sacrificed herself in Lost Galaxy? Yeah. And like the Red Ranger, I think it was Red Ranger, was like carrying her. Yep. And she was dead, so he wore like the red Lost Galaxy. She wore the pink, and then yep. they set the thing off as she's like dead in his arms. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, what's your number one TV?
0: Well, wait, what was your number too?
1: Paringer. Oh, oh, you yeah. just said okay. Yeah. I mean, do I have to even
0: say it? Survivor. Of course it's fucking survivor. <laughs> um, I mean also like survivor doesn't automatically get the placeholder. They still have to do the work. Um, but For 2023, um, two of the stronger seasons. So we had season 44 and 44 in the spring and season 45 um, this winter. Um, And, you know, Survivor's been in this new era because season 40 ended and then the pandemic happened. Mm, So, like, they had over a year to just kind of sit at home and they, like... Revamped the game. They dropped it a number of days. Like it used to be thirty nine, now it's twenty six. Um, and then they this like made a big effort on like focusing on twists, which comes you know with you right. know uh, its detractors. But the cool thing about Survivor this year, which I also appreciate CBS for just you know entertaining the idea. As you know, the Rider strike happened, yep. affected a lot of TV. So what happened was when Survivor was ready to film because they film. Uh, two seasons back-to-back back starting in March, usually. Um, they they knew when they came back, like, they, they filmed the first 26 days, they have about two weeks off, and they do the next. When they came back to film 45, they had a feeling the writer's strike was going to hit. And then, you know, they... These things are so algorithmically. They knew, okay, well we're gonna film forty five, but we you know it's gonna air in the fall of twenty three versus when the writer's strike's gonna happen. So CBS told them, Hey, listen, I think we're gonna try something different. We're gonna give you guys ninety minute episodes for Survivor this season. Oh. Just to try it out. And then they yeah. also have the Amazing Race, another big reality show. There, So they said we're going to give the Amazing Race ninety-minute episodes, so that way it's only two shows on Wednesday, but our whole entire prime time block right. is full, right, from eight to eleven, and it's only two shows. And there, you know what I mean. And um, and they and they listen. The show's been around forty-five seasons. There's hardcore fans, and it was just like a, they were. Just, it was an experiment, right? But it's also due to the writer strike. But like, why not? Let's just yeah. try it. Did you like it? But everyone's saying it's one of the best seasons ever. Yeah, but I think because of the ninety minutes—that's what I mean. You
1: like the ninety minutes? Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and and I looked at the ratings; one of the higher rated, the uh, highest rated seasons since. They, like, restarted up at the pandemic to the point where they said, oh, well, Survivor 46 is going to premiere in February. They go, um, the first two episodes are two hours long. And then from episode three on, we're keeping the 90 minutes. That's how popular it was. Also, the writer Strike, they have nothing in their repository to even put out. But it worked for them. So I I, I like that a huge studio, like CBS, was like, let's just try it and figure it out. Because they could have kept it in an hour and just aired a rerun of anything. yeah totally um but the fact that they took a chance on it and said why not and it worked out
1: it's kind of cool
0: i like that a lot um yeah, so obviously survivor is always gonna be number one i'm <laughs> absolutely obsessed
1: my uh my number one was the last of us oh good choice it that's sure did you get a chance to watch or no i forgot no i saw the first episode yeah
0: Loved it. And then I heard that episode three is already gay and sad. And I just wasn't in the mood for gay <laughs> and sad because yeah. I get enough one or of the that. Other, not I, both. Get, I get enough of that in my personal life <laughs> as me myself being gay and sad. Um so but yeah, I definitely I need to circle back around to it.
1: Yeah, it it's just one of those shows. Well, first of all, I mean it's worth noting that this is arguably the first show and or movie based on a video game that's been like top to bottom legitimately fucking good. Absolutely. Like, like good. Um, well acted, well directed. Right, because I was gonna
0: like, say like that's always been the thing about video game adaptations is
1: like they're usually not great. Yeah, like the best one has been Mortal Kombat. and like, Which right, one? The, the, the R-rated the OG, one? The oh, OG, the OG. Oh, okay. One, yeah, which I fucking love mortal Kombat. like it's such what do you awesome think of movie. the r-rated one that it came was out of- good like it could have been better right but it was definitely good they, yeah they were the story better than was I a little, thought. yeah better than i thought potential for the future for sure Yeah, i fucking um, hated cole who cole oh fuck- cole yeah but, was- but, but
0: but i also love how the filmmakers were like wait, wait 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 uh play max we didn't want him max told us we had to put him in and there was no doubts about it so they go talk to them
1: exactly yeah because it was it was like why do we have this character that nobody has ever heard of before yes. like what's the point there's literally there are dozens of other characters to choose from yeah. you know um but uh but yeah i mean the last of us was just like top to bottom like pretty near perfect yeah. like they somehow managed to give you honestly very little of the monsters right but still oh, yeah. make I mean, it like but the monsters intense. when they were in there were but they were fucking gorgeous and like and like intense too like and they did a really good job doing like they they managed to do kind of like an episode like a villain of the week thing with only like the eight or nine episodes they had right. um you know and it's HBO right so each one is like you know an hour is that the alarm um an hour you know an hour ish right um and it's just like. Oh, it was just so well done, like so fucking well done um, with how they did that show. And it was just, even if it wasn't based on, if it, even if I wasn't giving it the credit about being based on a video game and giving it those props, it's just an incredibly well done show. Um and I'm like really excited. I wouldn't be surprised. I I haven't
0: looked at I haven't been around the awards circuit too much. I wouldn't be surprised if it won something.
1: Probably. I mean I guess like I guess we would fall in the Golden Globe category because it's technically a show. Yeah, because it's TV, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised just the amount of like love it's gotten. Now, you played the games? I haven't actually. Melissa has. (gasps) I have not. I know. Oh, because I because i because
0: my my, my question was gonna be how far did season one get you know in relation to the game? Yeah. Because I've you yeah, know I played both of them, but I don't know if you know about Last of Us Part Two. Right, is like, do you know anything about Last of Us Part Two, the video game? I think so, because I what? think the show kind of got to a little well, bit of okay, it. But I'm like, just saying, yeah. you know what happens to Joel or now? No, and uh, no. then Last of Us Two. No, does he die? Do you, I mean, do you want me to spoil it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the game, um, the surgeon that Joel kills that was going to operate on Ellie, he has a daughter named Ab- I believe her name is Abby, uh-huh. and she's a badass fucking bitch and she don't take no fucking prisoners yeah so what ends up happening is joel and ellie eventually stumble into their camp and need you know to live there and then abby knows who joel is and literally this is probably the, i think only about a half hour maybe an hour into the game abby like drugs both of them or something and ellie's watching and she can't get it and she beats joel to fucking death in front of her right Holy much shit. joker with the crowbar, Jason Todd and Batman sitting there crying, like, beats Joel to death, kills Holy Joel shit. off in front of Ellie, and then Ellie becomes, like, the main character. Right. But no one, people playing through it, it was a very controversial decision, obviously. Yeah. But the the game makers are like, but we wonder, this world has stakes just because you're Joel doesn't mean that you're you can like his actions right. had consequences and and even after the first game when cuz the first game kind of ends pretty much where you like he chooses to save Ellie and kind of say
1: fuck the cure that's where the first season pretty much ends yeah, yeah. um
0: but again playing game players felt very strongly on both sides of it and that's yeah. that so same thing with game 2 and uh and where Ellie's journey goes is now this path of like Revenge and redemption, right. and like what would Joel want? was was so it was very controversial. So I'm That's interested cool. to see, though, like, do they, I mean, do they stick to the same thing in season two? I hope know? they do.
1: Um, I had a couple honorable mentions. Too oh, yes, for, me too. Um, mine were Monarch. Um, oh, okay. Which- if you have you been watching or no, if you have, we no about I don't so have not. Apple. I can't keep, um, I
0: can't have uh, the 75 streaming services. I, know, I, 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 I fucking don't, don't
1: have Apple. The only reason I'm watching is Melissa has Apple. I, I refuse to subscribe to Apple. Um, <laughs> but uh, it the show's actually quite good. Um, especially in in comparison to like some of the movies, like it ties in really nice. Like the show's just very well done. I also
0: like how they have like Wyatt and I was gonna, uh, I was yeah. just
1: gonna say, Kurt and Wyatt playing the same character 50 years apart is it's really so fucking cool. A, yeah, yeah, it's such a cool little nod. Um, and uh, Blue Eyed Samurai. Oh, uh, I heard so
0: many. I just got my Netflix back. So, so good. Oh, dude. really? So good. Because you know, problem is like that Netflix anime. Like when you're just scrolling through, yeah, it all looks the same. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. Like I was supposed to talk about that yep. animation style. Yeah. And like it's like a 3D cell shaded, but kind of not really. Right. It all looks the same. So and it's like meh.
1: Um. Yeah. Very, very good. I would definitely Blue Eyed Samurai is one of the better things I've watched this year for sure. Like it's fucking great. Awesome. Um, so I had two honorable mentions
0: as well. One of them was called. It's called The Devil's Plan. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's again cracking up the encyclopedia. Back in the day, South Korea <laughs> did a reality show called The Genius, and it literally is what it sounds like. They would invite twelve people who are super fucking smart, make them do games, but the games were very like intense and we, like lots of rules. I, I even had it. Even as an audience member, it's hard to follow because of the games are so dense. Um, and then there was just about smart people outsmarting each other, which was... And then so it went away, and then they brought this game called The Devil's Plan, which is like 12 minor celebrities in South Korea um, doing games, and you have to earn points. And then if you run out of points, like you're literally eliminated. And they tell you up front, we're only doing six games, so if you try to be cute about it and try to, like, help everyone gain points and not eliminate them, then you're facing, like, 11 people in the final game versus maybe only five. Oh, uh, okay. So, it might, you know, leave that what you will. Yeah. Um. And, again, smart people. The game's really interesting. And, like, it, I just... Again, seeing like in a creative way, like seeing smart people be that smart and outsmart these games that I can't even barely wrap my head around. Like they had to do a board game and it was just like simple square. But then one of the games is you go in, they had a a bunch of block tiles and you can make your own rule. And so like I could be like, um, er okay, whoever rolls a two. The person in first place has to move one back, and that's my rule. But I have to land on a special space, and they go, oh, Will, you want to – I go, okay, I'm activating my rule, but no one knows what my rule is. So then it's like, wait, why did he move back one? They go, oh, it has to do something with it. So I'm trying to figure out your rule and her rule because she also landed on this space before – it's chaos. It was so well done.
1: Once again, got to go to college to come up with these games. I like, agree. Fuck. <laughs> and then my
0: other um, honorable mention was uh, Squid Game The Challenge.
1: Oh, I actually enjoyed that. Oh, you watched the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, Melissa and I watched it. Okay, yeah, it was so actually really good.
0: I wa- I'm i more men- honorable mention just on the production side of it. Right. Because, again, I'm mad that I'm dumb not, bitch I'm one. not a producer extraordinaire, but like you know, I helped produce two very tiny right. Re- local reality shows survivor right and i know the amount of work that i put in and that a lot of other people put in for those two tiny things for two days of work and i it was a lot of work and so like just the fact that they had 456 fucking people all dressed the same
1: on location like the- and moving out the beds and stuff when people left right they they took the time to set up all of those beds. Exactly. And you lost like 75 people on the first episode. And they just moved those beds out, right? right? And it's then, like. <laughs> right. And then
0: just like, I, they, even, they made like a 30-minute documentary on like how they did it. Yeah. To the point, even the shirts, because they had the squibs that wasn't coming through the shirt. So they had to like, the one girl's like, yeah, we found that we had to soak all the shirts in vinegar and then wash it twice and then that took all the starch out which allowed the ink to come through on the squibs i'm like for 456 fucking people like holy shit like just like the production part of it really was just amazing and like the way they did it on my favorite Honestly, probably my favorite reality TV show moment of the year comes from that when they're like, oh, you're going to do a picnic. Pick a friend and go do the picnic. That
1: was savage. And
0: then they, because I knew, everyone knew Marbles was a game coming up if you watch the scripted drama. And then, like, and they do it with, like, the the son and the mom, and he's like, oh, wait, there's, like, a false bottom. And he goes, Uh there's a bag of marbles in here. Episode ends. And I was like, oh my God, it's such a fucking gag because you made them pick their best fucking friend. Like, oh, it was su-
1: such a good... That was a re- that was yeah. probably the most savage moment of the whole show. I was like, wow. Was I was so... like, something's going to happen here. Like, yeah, not gonna, you know. I had a feeling it was going to go to marbles, yeah.
0: but just the way they found out, because everyone's like, guys, it's marbles. So like, no, the fuck it isn't. It's like, look at the bottom of your basket. And they're like, oh yep. shit. You're like, oh fuck, God. So, <laughs>
1: All right, moving on to movies, movies right? Movies, yes. All right. What do you got for your top five? All right, so in my fifth spot,
0: Spider-Man crossed the Spider-Verse. Nice. Um, I, I mean, it was it gave me a, it up the stakes a lot from the first movie, which I was like, "How are yep. they going to do this?" And like, how are they going to make the first movie better? The first one was so great. They did it. Again, not perfect by any means because we had talked about it. Like the can events got a little messy, yeah. Um, and then like there was only two almost too many characters in like the Spider Verse HQ type of thing. And you're yeah. yeah, like, like you, I think you mentioned it, like there's a thousand Spider-Men, none of them like miles is the first fr- fucking person to be like, Hey, can I just challenge this thinking real quick? Like use the first one. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, it was le- yeah. Um, but just the animation style they gave every, every character had a moment. Um, spider punk was, Oh, loved Hobie. Um, and then just the way they set up the third one was so smart where Gwen's like, uh, oh, fuck this. And then, and again, you were like, where's Spider-Ham? Where's Penny? And then just to bring them all back and be like, oh, we were kind of hiding in the back because... That was such a great scene uh, when, just, the, when the
1: camera pans back and it's like you see them, you're like, yes, 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 like, yes. They're all coming back. But like the OG team, you're like really excited. Um, you know, that movie, did. that was my honorable mention because for all the reasons that you mentioned, which we talked about um, on one of our previous episodes, go back and listen to it. But yes, those were... I, I loved the movie. It's a fantastic fucking movie. Don't get me wrong. Right, definitely had some problems with it. Oh yeah yeah. As a Spider Man fan at least. <laughs> yes. Pretty high. Um my number five yep. did I put it away already. Uh Oppenheimer was my number uh-huh. five. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes.
0: All right, Matt. It's been
1: lovely. I have I'm, I have to go. It's been lovely. Thank
0: you so much. Happy New Year! back.
1: I I love this really? movie. Yes, I really enjoyed it. Oh my it. god, I yeah. was
0: so bored for the first two hours of it. <laughs> I, you know what it is? I think it's again. We, we talked about this historical and biopic. Yeah, movies it's not for you. Or just not for me. I guess because yeah. it's like I can look it up. Yep. And it's like, what do you gonna, Like same thing. My friends like, you want to go see Iron Claw? I was like. No, because <laughs> I didn't know they got abused by their father. They got forced into wrestling. They all got fucked up and they killed themselves. There's the whole movie. people. <laughs> like, it's not like there it is. You know what I mean?
1: Um, yeah, no, for sure. I, I haven't seen I, it. Well acted. Yet, I, like, I'll, yeah. I'll give it well
0: acted. It was very visually interesting. And in the last hour, I was very engaged. Like yes. once they started like in the black and white timeline, I guess you could call it, where like, you know, uh Robert Johnny Jr. just gets fucking so Laudered. Like that so, was so good.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I, I I mean you, you don't see you don't see the last time I remember seeing Robert Downey Jr. as a villain was was fucking that US Marshall's movie. Right. Right. Which was technically oh, a yeah. sequel when, to is technically One of his best yeah. roles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean like this one. This, yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, this one was one of his best roles for sure. Um yeah, it was just it was just so well done. But yeah, I mean I definitely agree with that. That's probably why it's at the bottom of my list because it does it is a little slow. At times, and right? it's, like, you know, it's you know, it's only fucking four
0: and a half fucking hours long. Yeah, which it's a fucking either.
1: long ass movie, you know, and, and there's a lot of. There's a lot of Christopher Nolan isms in it, right? Especially with some like the bad sound editing. You know, Nolan like, was Nolan. <laughs> yeah, like you know, he, he sucks his own dick a little bit. Yeah, right? I very, yeah, he's yeah. very
0: much like in that James Cameron thing of like, yeah. oh, you're just gonna give me all this money because he has like things in his contract that was like, if I'm doing Oppenheimer, it's not going to streaming until at least this date, yep. and this is gonna happen, and it's gonna be released in every single theater, and like he has like demands, and it's like, all right it's yeah. like it's like at cognitive. the end of the day it's a Dude. fucking film like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean um
1: yeah okay Oppenheimer, yeah. love that what's your next one
0: um number four for me um re- episode just released uh american fiction nice um it blew me away and again i think also it's just kind of the way i saw it you know with melissa like we went into a blind it was yeah. amc screen unseen and it, we both enjoyed it immensely and again ended up in my top five of the year and it's funny because i would have never walked into the theater and bought a ticket for it yeah which but i kind of like that because then it showed me like okay you know what because i have a list i can see three movies a week so you know what maybe next time like as like the year goes on and i see a movie i'm like no i'm like no why not though if i had the time and i can get it for free anyway maybe like give it a chance instead of just writing it off you know what i mean american fiction was
1: actually my number two Oh shit! I I love this shit. movie so much. Oh, yeah. I loved every second of it. Was it. that high for you? That's yeah. So well, cool. because it's just any any movie it, that gives like that real subtle fuck you or more. of Oh my god, that, you it, to, the like, satire. Yeah, like the satire, and it's just it. It, it, it was, was funny. It was yeah. genuinely funny.
0: Made me uncomfortable, which I love. You yeah. know, when they, when a movie can make you feel something. Yeah, because like
1: it was making fun of the things that I like to make fun of all the time. That I like people will always hear me say. It's like, dude, it's like there's. So much, there's so much talent in this world, yet time and time again, we're forced to choke down like the worst of the worst of it. Right. And it's, and it's just- You mean like because, the Flash? Yeah. I was thinking more like Taylor Swift, but yeah, it's just like, because so many people like it, but it's like, but just because people
0: like it doesn't mean it's good.
1: Exactly. It's just popular. It's easy to like because we're all idiots, you know? So it's just like, like one of my favorite things when when he tried to like, you know, buck the trend again. And he was like, we're going to change the name of the book. We'll call it fuck. And they're like, I love it. Oh my (laughs) God. It's so progressive. (laughs) And he's like,
0: motherfucker oh man. god it's so but that's why i loved the his character monk right um, yeah because he really was just like a guy that was just trying to be like like he was like a troll and like he, like i appreciate that because i've done things where i'm like, 100%, like yeah you know I'm i'm incriminating myself but like <laughs> did i tell you about the jury duty thing uh, my jury duty thing so maybe? I got I got a jury duty summons Okay, yes. and I was like motherfucker I'm not going. oh you did this. tell me this yes. and then I was like I don't want to fucking do a jury duty I have things to do and then like and like also like one of my jobs I have if I told them I have jury duty they'd probably say don't come back like it's a big thing yeah anyway um, so then I go down the website you have to fill out a questionnaire and again I was trolling so I was answering honestly and it says can you read or write English which I thought was such a like a redundant question because I had to read the card to come to the website <laughs> and then so I was just like no. No, I'm not. I cannot read and write English. And I put answer right to everything. All of a sudden, I hit submit. Five minutes later, I get an email. Oh, you've been um, disqualified um, from jury duty due to um, you, <laughs> being, basically you being illiterate. Yeah. And I was like, sick. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I don't awesome. gotta do shit. But it was me trolling, but again, I, that's why I appreciated Monk, because it was him just being like, oh, what what the fuck? Yeah, like, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. I could just fucking break the rules a little bit. Who gives a shit?
1: Um... So what was your like my number 4, right? Yes. Yes. Uh Barbie. Oh,
0: and it's so funny. You say that Barbie was number 3 for me. I
1: I absolutely loved this movie. I thought it, it was, was so, so great.
0: <laughs> and like I, mean, I better win some awards because now I have like we talked about this in our episode as well. Very much in the American, like, kind of like American fiction and like very smart satire. Yeah. But this one was w- w- more wacky. Yeah, totally you know? wacky. But,
1: it, but it, there was a lot of satire in the, in the movie, which I absolutely loved. Like, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I loved it so much, because it wasn't, it wasn't what I was expecting, really. Like, I was totally surprised by that element of it.
0: Yeah. I you mean, know? me and you had both said, I think, in like our predictions, I'm like, they're hiding a lot in the trailer. Because yeah. I'm like, Greta Gerwig's too good of a director just to be like, this bubblegum pink Right. Pussy fucking film. And I was exactly. like, there's more, it there has to be more to this. Like I didn't like, I'm see glad Ken... that they
1: I'm glad they marked it at that Totally. Way. Cause I didn't see like, I didn't see Ken essentially becoming the bad guy. Right. You You're know, right. but exactly. like, I, I, you know, but I also, I didn't see a lot of what was coming in the movie. It was like, it was really great. But also like it. an
0: allegory of like, you know, Ken was a good guy and like, what can happen when you're exposed to things that you maybe shouldn't be exposed to without any oversight. Exactly. Because that's really what happened. Yeah. He was like just, he was kind of a blank canvas and then he starts seeing, you know, he, he gets to the earth and finds Fox News and then he's all like, <laughs> Oh fuck, Barbie! Uh, right, exactly. Boy. And yeah. then it was like, oh, and so again, he had no oversight, and he was like blank canvas, kind of like kids. Kids aren't born racist or homophobic. You know, it's based yep. off what they see around. So you them, learn, yeah. You know? And then,
1: and like, and he was just, you know, yeah. And he and he was also very childish in that manner too, like just very easy, easy to manipulate. Exactly. Um, you know, and just the the Will Ferrellness of it all was like that was a pleasant surprise. I didn't expect him to be in the movie, um, and he was just so great. Yeah, it was, it was so great.
0: Like and it's so funny because it's really a movie that defies genre, which I love always. You know, like uh, even like the Across the Universe, the 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 Beatles. Like, is it fantasy? Is it a musical? Is it real? Because there is realism, but not really, uh, and not and same thing. This is a a satire is it a comedy is it a drama is it a coming of age is it
1: but then you then you you do have that fantasy element because they're just like they fully acknowledge the fact that like there's the barbie world and there's the real world and apparently it's very easy to travel in between the two yes (laughs) just get on
0: some roller skates and and go in front of a landscape
1: and you're there fucking great like i just I, i loved like how they just embraced the the silliness of it too and it was like no we don't need to explain to you like why there's these two universes or why they you know like I just thought it was a cool thing I loved it yeah um so then what so that was your number 3 so that said. was
0: my number 3 so what was your number 3
1: uh teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem yes oh i'm not surprised dude it was so good so like so much better than I even expected it to be. Yeah. Um like especially with the fact that like you know it wasn't Shredder as the villain right and the whole Baxter Stockman thing you right. got like And
0: even the animation style was The is animation different. style
1: was dope. And again the fact that the, the, the very first thing I said to you I was like they actually got teenagers to play right. the teenager's voice like in, in all of the other properties with them like, it was like they call them the teenage mutant turtles but you feel like you're watching a bunch of 25 year olds you know like right and then in this but one then, it's, it's like, kind of oh, cool like because kids. i feel like
0: the cast that they got from mutant mayhem can now grow with the characters which totally. i think would be kind of cool like you know, obviously it was very popular right i think i know i know, I know. I didn't, it wasn't as popular as i think they wanted but i think it made enough money yeah,
1: um, I mean, but, it was definitely like by fans and critics. Popularly, I'm actually curious. I don't, made, I don't think was. it made. I don't think I made a lot of money from it. But but well. I'm
0: saying like if they do another movie in two or three years, obviously those they'll get the same cast back. Obviously their voices will crack, the balls will drop. But I think it's kind of <laughs> cool though because it'll be the same character, like the same actor, right? And then you can age the turtles up a little bit.
1: Oh, so it only made 100 and 180 million dollars. Okay, but. The budget was only $70 million. So it probably okay, so, like, broke even more yeah. or less. Yeah. Um, it's not crazy. Like, if it makes $180, we are saying it's a shit movie. No, I'm not saying it's shit, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, oh, okay, it didn't make any you know, you money. Movies, movies are spend, so expensive. And they spend so much money on marketing, though, too. Like, the marketing budgets are out of control. Yeah. They, it's like $100,000 on marketing. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's even low, actually. It's probably a couple million, but it's also like. No, I, I mean,
0: like 100000000 million, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: But it's also like. You don't really need that. Like, like the, we live in the age of the internet. Like, we live, right. like You don't buy like,
0: buy a shit ton of Instagram ads because, yeah. like, they're buying billboards and right, then they, especially and, for, and, and they're putting
1: things on buses. Really, yeah. especially for a movie like this, any kind of property like this that like like a generations have already grown up with, your audience is fucking baked in. We're gonna find out the movie is happening. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and uh, but also,
0: if you're also trying to. Go towards kids, just throw it on Instagram. Every kid will find yeah, it anyway. put it on
1: Instagram and just make fucking toys. You don't need to market the toys, just make them. Trust me. If the movie comes out, kids will want to buy the toys. You don't need to let the kids know the toys exist. Exactly. The kids will find the toys. I was a kid. You were a kid. We have <laughs> these toys. Trust me. I'm saving you money, Warner Brothers and, and Disney and all you other idiots that spend too much money on marketing. It's not necessary. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay, so then we're at two, right?
0: hmm So my number two... I don't think you've seen it yet. Oh, Godzilla minus one.
1: I haven't. Ah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I, haven't I think seen it's yet. still in theaters. Only, but you could tell it's it's. We were it... trying to go see it this week, but the only time was like it was like two o'clock on like a Tuesday. I'm like, oh, yeah,
0: because I was gonna say it's winding down because I think it only has like two or three showings a day, which yeah. usually means it's kind of on its way out. Um, I mean, fucking phenomenal. I've like, heard nothing
1: but good things.
0: If you would have told me, I would have if. I would have cried at a Godzilla movie, a Japanese Godzilla movie at that. I'd be like, you're lying. Yeah. And uh, it gave me everything I wanted. The human characters were interesting. And the, the, the story was interesting. Godzilla was just a straight up dick in this, which I loved. Yeah. You know, cause like, in the American version, it's very much like him and Kong are friends, and it's like eh, okay, but like at the end of the day, Godzilla is just a fucking like, monster. Have you seen the trailer
1: shit. for the new one coming out? It's like it's that like so bad. It's like the Monster Avengers. Like there's that one. scene. Oh my God, he's Kong run- and Godzilla are like and running he's running.
0: Together. But I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened to Godzilla? His arms became. Three times as long, they were this big,
1: Dude, and like I...
0: it's so weird. And I remember someone like commented, "They're like, you know, he's the size of an Empire State Building. There's no way he should be running like that." No, totally. Yes. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because
1: it doesn't make any sense. No, it makes zero sense. Yeah. So I'm. Uh... Yeah,
0: I saw the new one. I'm like, I don't care. I, I if I don't see the new one, I would not. Yeah.
1: Because I saw. I've seen. I'm a couple behind because I honestly like dismissed these movies for a while. Well, because, because you like... have
0: Kong and then you have Godzilla. Godzilla King of the monsters that's with uh, like the Mothra, right. and then Godzilla versus Kong yep
1: and then there's another one after that uh Godzilla and something I forget no what Godzilla versus Kong was one was of the me- most recent one yeah okay, that was, was with Mecha, that was with Mecha yeah. Godzilla um yeah so it's just like and then yeah then Kong Skull Island and all that Like, but they're all connected the first two were actually really good the one with Bryan Cranston is a lot better than I thought oh, it was um, to be. the first
0: Godzilla one
1: and King of the Monsters yes. oh yeah they were great they're both really good Fucking I mean, and Monarch takes I place in between I was, those remember two remember I was
0: saying this at the podcast I was like Mothra was that bitch and they're like why the fuck is Mothra a
1: thing and I lost my shit and I'm like <laughs> yeah I fucking love her um, the uh, okay so then so your number two is Barbie yes no, uh, no, American fiction. Oh, okay. My number one. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah your number one. Yeah, Godzilla. No, my, uh,
0: my number two is Godzilla. So you do one, and I'll do mine one. Oh, because I, miss- I already said your two. Oh, because American fiction was number two. Right? Yeah. I'm like, what am I missing here? I'm trying here? to guess um, your number one. Okay, I don't have a guess.
1: Go ahead. Oh, come on. Say it Guardians.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Oh,
1: dude, Guardians. I fucking almost cried at that stupid fucking movie. Almost? Yeah, I kinda of did a little bit. Really? Me
0: and Melissa were fucking blubbering. I, I, I was
1: definitely teary eyed a little bit. Uh it was just Guardians was lovely. It was so good. Now I have to admit it's not a movie that I think has a lot of rewatchability in no. it, just because of how emotionally fucking heavy it is, and like I can't. It watch felt a little, it, it.
0: but it also felt like very—I don't want to say manipulative as I like the word—but it's very much like, oh, we we want people to feel emotions. What? How's he easiest to do that? Just torture animals. Yeah, no, like James. Just, it's Bell, it's, it's yeah. very like low hanging fruit. Yeah,
1: no, he wanted to fuck with us for sure, um, <laughs> and it worked, you know. But it was, yeah, for me, it was like the best movie of the year. It was just so. Everything about it was great, like especially yeah. the fact that like the send off was lovely. yeah, the send off was great. Rocket was a star. Honestly, like I, I think I said this on the episode. The only issue I really had with the movie, aside from some of the you know the little animal torture, which was a little unsettling, yes. uh, was they missed a golden opportunity for Howard the Duck to just be oh, like God. like when with the scene when they were fighting off the invaders at at nowhere like. That there should have been just like even like a, just a 10-second scene. Barely, but he
0: know he shows up
1: in What If season two. Right? He does. Yes, I saw him in the first episode. I haven't. I've got to catch up on What If season two. Um, But they they missed an opportunity for Howard the Duck to just show up with, like, a comically large machine gun like he's the mask or something and just, like, fucking shoot me. (laughs) It would have been so – just a cheeky, fun, stupid moment. It would have been so perfect for for the movie um, because it was very serious and it didn't have a lot of that normal goofiness that Guardians is known for. And that would have been just, like, the perfect little, like, icing on the cake.
0: Okay yeah and the guardians was great it didn't make my list only because the animal stuff was a little much for it me it was much yeah much um so my number one which is funny like um like when i was making my list and like going through my a list yeah and i'm like am i gonna put this first and i was like let me go back and i was like yeah i'm putting it first fucking dungeons and dragons bro yeah <laughs>
1: So good! I
0: fucking loved that movie. And like when I was, like I said, I put it there and I go through all the movies. I'm like, no, like I know how I felt in the theater, and it literally gave me. And as someone who's never, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons at all, um, but I do love the fantasy. Like it felt very, like I guess is kind of what they wanted. I left that movie being like, you know, if I got invited to a campaign, I would be more open to it. Yeah, which is. That's how I know the movie was good because you would actually really like it. I figured dungeon. Yeah. I, it's just like I know it's just like a lot of commitment and work. But when you decide to like, yes, I'm doing it. Um, but before I was like, oh my god, it's so not. I, I could never do it. Right. But leaving the film, I was like, oh yeah, I, I would definitely be at least down to see what it's like.
1: Dude, it was such a great movie, and the. Yeah. Again, the it was magic, the magic, the, the action, just the, the right CG. amount of stupidness. Yes. What I really loved about it, I mean, not uh, this is actually ex- let me phrase it. That's not what I really loved about it. I was super pleasantly surprised that because I remember I think it, I was with you the first time we saw the trailer and we both kind of went like, well, okay, like you know this is going to be just you know dumb, right? There's no way. Well, because movie they put all be... the
0: jokes in the trailer, right. like, so you're no like, way. oh,
1: okay, yeah. And then
0: the second trailer comes out, and you're like,
1: oh. Oh, wait, right! Wait, the second trailer comes a out. Here, there's a little something, and then, and then the—I mean, just like again, like the the freaking Bradley Cooper cameo with like he's the little Hobbit or whatever. And she's got the thing for little hobbit people, yeah. right? Which
0: is funny, but then you like listen to their conversation and it's actually really sad. It's very hard he yeah. was Because
1: she is just like, I
0: gave you everything. And he was like, I, I needed you here and you really hurt me. Yeah. And being like, oh wait, this is this is kind of deep. It was like
1: deep, yeah. It was, because it's
0: always <laughs> usually the woman being like to the guy, like, you're not around. and, and, and right. He was like, you were never around and you treated me like shit and I had to set my boundaries and be like, oh wow. But also then gave more shades to the uh forget her name the berserker character you know michelle rodriguez yeah because then it was like oh wait she's not just a brute and she's not perfect and you know all that stuff and i really love the sorcerer and like yeah it gave me everything i wanted probably the best fantasy film i've seen i've already watched like three more times on paramount plus
1: i love that um my honorable mention oh yeah is the marvels Ah, oh, thank you for saying that. Because it, it was just... It was so good. So good. I, it sucks
0: that it got caught up in oh, whatever it got caught up. And I th- I think their problem was pushing Captain Marvel because no one likes her. I think you put anyone else... Like, if it was a different... Like, keep the same movie, but make it Spider-Man and then keep it, like, somehow the same movie. Yeah. It would have made a shit ton of money.
1: Yeah, I think that people are just... I, I don't... Yeah, I think they got... The the fans, like a certain population of the fans revolted for no reason because The casuals, like, because
0: right. we're going to see it regardless of the movie, right? Right. But then there's the casuals that
1: are like, oh, the last few were kind of hit and miss, so it's like, yeah, eh, whatever. And then you have like the stupid neckbeard contingent that's like, oh, another female Captain Marvel movie, blah, 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 and it's like, bro. Yeah. And then they
0: go, oh, wait, the other two leads are...
1: Also, also women, dude, how dare they, yeah. you know? Like, and one's black and one's brown. Holy shit, Cletus, like, fuck your Yeah, name. Exactly. Got, Like, it's just, shut up, dude. Um,
0: my other honorable mention was Transformers for being the best Transformers movie.
1: Dude, it was. It really It had no business yeah. being as good as dude, it was. I'm almost mad that it was good because, right? like, I wanted it to, like, not be good because I was so mad that they weren't like directly kind of continuing the story from Bumblebee because Bumblebee was legitimately good also right like fuck all the other Michael Bay shit right yep 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 and then this one you know takes place like 10 years later but like it's still in the same universe so that's cool and like yes it was great the whole way through and then that final scene ah I was like, I was like, not uh, them, build, not them building this universe. Like, like
0: such an interesting combo. But, and it,
1: but it was like, but they did it. I mean, like, okay, listen, so far they they did it right. Like, they took a page out of that Iron Man book, right? When it was like, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. It was like, right. I'm here to talk to you about GI fucking Joe, and you're like, holy shit, exactly. <laughs> um, so we just talked
0: about what we love. We, we can uh, wrap up with what oh, we did not the like. Bottom, the bottom of. the I'm just the gonna run through my top, my bottom five. Go. Dream Scenario number five. Okay. Hated it. Yep. Some scenes we laughed at. Overall, I was.
1: It was. I put me to sleep. I fucking love the Dream Scenario. <laughs> uh,
0: four Shazam two. Fuck that movie. It was so bad. Three Fast X. Fuck that movie. Also bad. Yes. Four. Um. I mean, I oh, was two. Aquaman two, fuck that movie. <laughs> Number one, the fucking Flash. Yeah, fuck
1: that movie. So I did not even make a top, a bottom five, only because my the worst thing I've ever seen um, <laughs> overshadows all of it. And it, yes, it is the Flash, and it's and it's it's, you know, when people say I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I'm both with yes. this movie because it it Michael fucking Keaton as Batman couldn't save it. And he was great as Batman. Even that was not enough to, not even save it. It wasn't enough to make it halfway enjoyable. Right. Like it, it, they, they, they. How do you fuck up Michael Keaton as Batman? You know how hard that is. Like, dude. Yeah. It like, like from the, and from the get. The putting the babies in the microwave and the Um, collapsing thing. And the the, CG was so rough. And no one one sat
0: there and was like, the CG, guys. I think what happened is that was after. I feel like that was in reshoots. And then they said, we can't
1: do it. And then after seeing Shazam, which is also terrible... I was like, and then seeing Wonder Woman in this, I'm like, I'm like, what are we just putting Wonder Woman in fucking everything? Like, yep. just like it was so like Shazam felt forced when Wonder Woman showed up. It was like there's no more gods left. <laughs> there's one, and then literally just, bing, 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 finger but, the, but then she literally just revives
0: them, Like, oh, so the whole movie yes. meant fucking nothing. And
1: then she just shows up again. Like, like if I would have been less upset because her cameo in. In the Flash made a little bit more sense because it was a little bit more superheroy. You know, it's like, oh no, what's going to happen? They're like, boom, I'm here to save the day. Like, Deus Ex Mocking. You know, like, it worked, right? It was better. But then, yeah, Shazam was so bad when she just showed up and it was like, but they also showed up the and soil. they were in
0: the realm. They weren't even like, right, they were Adam- in the realm.
1: Yeah, this, they, the, all logic has just gone out the window. But then, even like, with the, back to the Flash, like, what the, like, why did Batman? Batman legit looked like he was wearing hockey pads, right? Like to quote Christopher Nolan, right? Like it was like this clear. She like why? Yeah. And what was up with this cow? It was so like forced into the, like the, the face, but he was smiling with the you it know the. So it was weird. so bad, and then the. Uh, but, as, but but bat Miller, girl, but, bat, but Bat Girl was unreleasable. Yeah, course, Fuck right? you. But 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 Ezra Miller I'm sorry is just a bad actor. I, I mean, agree. Not, I n- I never liked him. In I've never any liked of him. Them. He's terrible in everything. I didn't
0: like his version of Barry in any of the where places he showed. I don't even like him in any of the other shit that he's in. Like <laughs> he, he's
1: just a bad actor all around. I don't think he's and good. Like,
0: and I like why they had such an aversion to casting Grant Gustin who did such a good job proven 8 years on the Flash. Yeah. But, like, they were like, no, it has to be Ezra. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what y'all get. Yeah. Because y'all want to be cute with it. You had someone that could have acted and would have been down to do the fucking movie. Yep. Sign him for all those.
1: And they're like, no, 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 we need, it has to be Ezra. It has to be Ezra, yeah. And they just, like, and then look where it got you. Look where it, it was so bad. And, like, and again, like, the, just like Zod, right? Like Michael Shannon was just like phoning it in, you know. And oh it was yeah. Just like, this, yeah. It was... it was so horrifically bad. And then and now,
0: they and they tried to come back and say, "Oh, the fucking the the Chronodome looked so horrible." And they go, "It was intentional." Yeah, it was intentional. Oh, yeah, 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 the fuck it
1: was. Yeah, intentional. If it, that was
0: intentional on Miss Fucking America. And... Ugh,
1: God, it was so so bad. Yeah. Not only the worst movie. Of twenty twenty three. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, period. Oh my god. Like it's it's down there with arguably honestly two of the worst movies I've ever seen are actually DC movies. Really? That and Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman oh, is. One movie. of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um Oh god, it's just it's so upsetting. <laughs> so upsetting. Um All right. I think that covers that wraps up everything yeah. we had for our year it's end wrap good, up. It's been a good year. Yeah. Um we've seen some uh we've seen some more stuff. We're gonna talk about more stuff I just gave uh uh lent Will a copy of Salt Burn, so I've already seen it. Yes. Will's gonna watch it and I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. Um Listen, I I've, I've been told Homerotic and there's peen. I'm ninety percent there. <laughs> and then uh what else we've seen some other about I mean, gonna, Aquaman. Uh, I have to go see Aquaman, we'll talk about that. Um I feel like there was something else another uh something else we, we had seen oh mean girls. Oh no but yeah but that's coming up. Wasn't there something else that we had seen recently that we were going to talk about? I don't I'm know. We, have to, I don't we have to make a list. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, um, that was it. Thank you guys for listening uh, throughout. Thank you for listening all wrap, year, yeah, all year, and uh, continue listening all of next year. There'll be plenty more flicking it with Matt and Will. I'm Matt. I'm Will. And happy fl- New Year. Flick those beans. <laughs>